0: Hey there, Amy Porterfield here, and welcome to another episode of the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast. I know you have a lot of choices when it comes to choosing your podcast episodes, and I really want you to know that I truly appreciate you being here today. So, whether you're in your commute right now, you're on the subway, in the car, maybe you're at the gym, I wish through osmosis your gym workout could make its way through my mic and benefit me as well. Oh, that would be so amazing! or maybe you're just at home running errands, whatever it is you're doing, thank you so much for tuning in. Now, today's episode is an Ask Amy episode, but it has a theme. It's all about building your business and looking into my business to find some tips and tricks and strategies that could benefit yours as well. And so I've got five questions. I'll run through them really quickly, and then we'll get into each of them in detail. The first question I'm gonna answer is this. Amy, what is the first thing you do before you start a brand new project? And the answer I think is going to surprise you. So that's question number one. Question number two, I'm going to answer is what is your biggest struggle in your business right now? Mm, That's one I've been dealing with for a while. Question number three, Amy, what's your one challenge you've overcome this year? The answer to that one, I'm really proud of, and it might actually involve you. So stay tuned for that. Question number four, Amy, we've noticed you haven't been traveling much lately. What's that about? Why the change? So I'll give you the the details there. And question number five, one listener wanted to know when you were just starting out, did you struggle with feeling very alone in your business? Now, if you can relate to that question, if you're feeling a little bit alone or isolated in your business, especially if you've quit your nine to five and you're building your own business, I think you're gonna find great value as I answer that question and I'm gonna give you some solutions to help you out. Okay, so now we are going to dive into those five business building themed questions. Let's do it. Question number one, what's the first thing I do before I start a brand new project? Now, if you were in my Profit Lab in 2014 or any years before that, or if you were part of my B-School bonus experience this year, then you already know the answer to this one. So I'm going to give you a second to guess what's that one thing that I'm really a stickler about. I'm really obsessed about. Can you guess? It's Dropbox. So the first thing I do before I dive into a brand new project is I set up my Dropbox folders. Now, some of you might be thinking that's so not interesting. That's a little step like you're I've kind of lost you. Come back here. Come back to me because this is actually a bigger step than you even know. So what I did inside some of my paid programs last year and for B-School this year, I created a video of how I organize Dropbox. It was literally like a 30-minute video. And I'm not joking, guys. I've heard so many times that I've changed people's lives with my Dropbox folder. Sounds dramatic, I know, but I swear I've heard it. And people love, love, love what I do with Dropbox because when you have a really well organized Dropbox, you have a clearer head. And you have a totally empty desktop, meaning you shouldn't have a million files and folders all over your desktop when you do Dropbox right. And that might seem kind of silly or not important, but how many times have you wasted time going down a rabbit hole looking for files or folders? And how many times have you looked at your desktop and felt completely overwhelmed? Or maybe you don't even know this, but if your desktop was totally cleaned of random images, files, folders, I'm going to promise you that you're going to feel a little bit of ease instantly and the stress of your day can actually start to melt away a little bit when you come to your computer in the morning and it's totally clean on the desktop. Believe me, if you haven't ever tried it, you got to try this. So Dropbox is my answer to keeping a really clean desktop. And it's not that I just clean my desktop by throwing everything in one file and then moving over to Dropbox. I'm like fully organized there and I want to help you do the same, especially for your next big project. So let me briefly walk you through what one of my main folders in in Dropbox would look like. So if you went to my computer right now, one of my main folders, and I don't have a lot of main folders, meaning like a core folder for me would be programs like my online training programs, programs or affiliate relationships or back office and back office includes all my tax stuff and and different things for my team and hiring and all that good stuff. Another main core folder would be free content. And free content really is my podcast. So everything related to the podcast would be in that core folder. So I try to keep the, the higher level core folders to a minimum. And one of the main ones, like I said, is my programs. So if you go into the program folder, I'm just gonna click, I'm literally looking at my computer right now. There's only three because I only have three core programs right now. I've got the Profit Lab, I've got my Facebook 101 Jumpstart program, and then I have my Webinars That Convert program that just came out here in September. So three core programs, and then if you go into, let's say, the Profit Lab, I'm gonna walk you through how I organize before I even get started, and there's a few things you need to know. One, if you do this, like I suggest, you wanna make sure your team has access to these folders And you need to tell them that it is extremely important that they use them because I've had to train my team to understand that I never want to go to a folder and look for something and it's not there. Like everything has its place. And the reason for that is I've spent way too much time in the past searching for files that I could never find. And it not only takes tons of time, it frustrates me, it ruins my mojo in terms of how I'm working on a project. If you can't find anything, you almost feel like lost or stopped in your tracks. And you never want that when you're creating. So back to the folders, if I'm in the Profit Lab folder, what you would see if you were looking at my computer right now is you would see, I only do it for this year. So right now it says launch number one, May, which already happened. The other folder is launch number two, October. So let's just go into launch number two, October, because I haven't even really started, even though the Profit Lab, I've done it so many times, I know what's going to happen. But let's just say this is a brand new project. I go in there and I've already created all the folders. And then, of course, we'll fill them up with files as we get going. So the folders look like this. Folder number one says promo folder number two says members. So I break up my Dropbox organization into the entire promo that I'm creating and then the whole membership site and all the content. So those right off the bat are two different folders. And so let's go into the promo folder. From there, you'll see things and I usually number them by importance. So number one would be sales webinar. So as you know, I create a big webinar for the Profit Lab. It takes me a long time. It's really important I get it right. So number one would be sales webinar. And that's where all the the keynote goes and all the images and everything I collect to make it a great webinar. It goes into that folder. And then I make subfolders, of course. And so the next one is emails. So the email marketing component of this launch is a big deal. So everything related to emails will go in there. Now, sometimes I use Google Docs, and so I might just have a folder with a link inside that folder to a Google Doc, but I still make sure it's all organized. And so if you went into the emails, you'd actually find cart close emails or promo emails or replay emails or invite emails. So I actually break up the emails by the category. I just did a Periscope the other day. I know it won't be there by the time you listen to this, but I, but I explained how exactly I do my emails for a promo. And there's different categories. So that's what the folders are, the different categories. So another folder you would find in my promo folder. uh, So I guess a subfolder is affiliates. So anything that deals with me working with affiliates for Profit Lab, that's got its own folder. Um, Another one would be Facebook ads. Another one would be sales page. Another one would be PDF giveaway. I've started to create a PDF giveaway before I invite people to a webinar. So that's all inside the promo. And then again, it's normal to have subfolder after subfolder after subfolder. It might seem like a lot of clicking, but it's five clicks versus 20 minutes looking for something. That's what you got to remember. If you can, you should see me on my computer when people are like, can you find such and such? And they're sitting right next to me, people on my team They're kind of sometimes amazed how quickly I can get to things. It's just clicking through the subfolders. I know exactly where it's at. So that would be the promo folder. There's more, but I just wanted to give you a cursory view of that. And then the members. Remember I said the launch is broken up into promo and members. So if I go into members, you'll find modules. And then you'll find a mastery folder. It's all my information for my masteries, my mastery program, Um, FAQ. So any questions I randomly answer, inside the program as an FAQ goes into that folder. Um, I also have onboarding emails. So when you join my program, you get a series of emails over the first 30 days. All those emails can be found here. And then when if you go into the modules, you'll find each module is broken down into a folder. You click on that folder and then this is where the magic happens, I have subfolders and the subfolders will be each of the training videos inside the module. If you click there, then you'll find the slide deck, the cheat sheets, the audio, the transcript, each in their own folders. Am I blowing your mind yet? Now, I've got some great news in terms of Dropbox and how to use it. The freebie for today is a sneak peek behind the scenes of my computer, what I'm looking at right now, and I'm going to show you exactly how to set up your Dropbox for your next project. It's a mini training. It's a video training where you actually see my screen, you see it in action, and I'm going to show you how I keep my desktop totally clean. And in addition to that, I'm going to show you exactly the folders I use, kind of how I've explained here, but I want to walk you through it. And I'm going to give you some pointers to stay totally organized and to get your team organized with Dropbox as well. I'm telling you, this could change your life. Dramatic, I know, but it's true. So stay with me here. Go to amyporterfield.com forward slash 72 download. So when you go to amyporterfield.com forward slash 72 download, you can sign up to get this free mini training for free and you'll never ever do anything different than use Dropbox to be totally organized. You can also text the phrase 72 download to the number 33444 and you can get it instantly as well. So I can't wait for you to get your hands on that freebie. You are going to love it. But the big lesson here is, and I promise you, this is a good one. If you start a project by first organizing your Dropbox folders, you'll know where everything is and you'll start to think what needs to go into this launch. So then from there you can create a backlog. Now a backlog is like a project plan. And if you wanna see an example of my project plan, all you need to do is go to amyporterfield.com forward slash 62 and the free giveaway in that episode is an entire project plan or what I call a backlog. So you can actually get my launch project plan if you go to amyporterfield.com forward slash 62 download. And that's where you can actually sign up to get it for free. So amyporterfield.com forward slash 62 download will get you right to that PDF freebie. Now, I keep talking about the backlog. That's something that I learned through a project planning process called Scrum. And you might have heard of it. You might even have the book. But I recently taught Scrum at one of my bonus live events. And I thought I'm going to do a whole podcast about this because Scrum is great. But if you're a small business, you really have to adapt it to the fact that you might have like two people on your team and nobody's full time. Like we have way smaller teams than what I think Scrum was created for. And so I adapt the whole thing, but still it works like gangbusters inside my business. So I'm going to teach you how I use Scrum and how I've adapted it. And it's going to be episode number 75. So it's not out yet if you're just listening to when this aired, when this episode aired but episode number 75 is all about how I use the scrum process to plan all my projects and how I adapt it for a really small business with a small team on a small budget. So I'm going to address that in episode number 75. Okay. So we answered question number one. We're going to move on to question number two and question number two is what is your biggest struggle in your business right now? And the biggest struggle I'm facing right now is I feel that there is a hole in my team, meaning something, someone I feel is missing, but I am struggling to figure out who that person might be. Now, I tell you this because many times I feel like a chokehold in my business. And the reason for that is that I create all of the content. In some way or another, I have my hands in every piece of content that goes out there. And by saying I have my hands in it, I'm pretty much doing all of it. There's some random exceptions, but I always have something to do with the content that goes out. And when I talk about content, I'm talking about, of course, the podcast and the podcast freebies. And in addition to that, I'm also talking about all of my paid program content. I do all of that from start to finish. And what's happening is that one, that's really overwhelming, of course, but I become a chokehold because it takes me longer than I think it will, right? Doesn't everything you do in your business usually take longer than we think it's going to take? Or is that me? Gosh, I wish you could answer back so I don't think that I'm the only one right now, but I'm going to guess some of you are saying, preach it, girl, because you know that we think it's going to take a day or so to finish something and a week later, we're still not done with it. I think that happens a lot. So because I create all the content, I become a chokehold for my business in terms of the other team members moving things forward after the content's created. Once it's created, there's a lot of things that need to happen, right? So I feel the stress of being a chokehold and I know that there's someone on my team that's missing that can help me with it. But here's the problem. It's really important to me that I am the content creator in my business. I actually never want to create a huge business where other people are creating all my content. It, for me, the reason I went into business is because I wanted to have that creative outlet and I really enjoy creating the content and I feel like that's my, my zone of genius, my area that I do really well on, creating all the content that you might have seen in a webinar or if you've joined any of my programs, you see how in detail and, and how much support I give inside those programs that's important to me. So here's the deal, getting back to the problem. I do think I have some limiting beliefs and I want you to ask yourself, where might you have some limiting beliefs in your business where you think you need to do it all. But in reality, we all know that we can get extra support. So that's one thing that I'm, I'm starting to work on with my business coach, Todd Herman. We literally had a phone call yesterday. It was me, Todd and Trevinia, my assistant. And I had her come on my coaching call. I do a coaching call with Todd a week. And I had Trevenia sit in on it because I wanted her to be the voice of reason. She knows how I work. She knows where I get stuck. And she's going to see things about me that I might not want to admit or don't see. And she has a different view. So she can kind of tell on me and tell Todd, well, really, Amy thinks she needs to have her hands on everything, Todd. How do you feel about that? That was one of my favorite things that she said yesterday. So I kind of stung a little, but she's totally right. And it's not truly that I'm a perfectionist or control freak. And I'd tell you if I was, it's that I really want to make sure that I'm doing the job of making sure I'm putting the right messaging out and my branding is on point and it's a full value. Like you're really going to get something out of it. I feel like I need to make sure I'm part of that because I have this vision. So Todd's helping me realize, okay, first of all, and this is for all of you, if you feel like there's a hole in your business and if you feel like something's missing or maybe you're just starting out and you have no help, which believe me, you need help. Everybody should at least have a part-time or a few hours a week VA to start with. But if you feel like there's a hole in your business, then the first question Todd asked was, let's back up. Instead of telling me who you think should fill that hole, where do you want your business to go? And the way I saw it is like in one year from now, we're not talking like five, 20 years from now, but in one year from now, what do you want your business to look like? And for me, it's just a few small tweaks for me to get to where I want my business to be because I feel like it's almost there, like 95% there. I have a business that is running exactly how I want it to run. But that 5% is a big 5% for me because I want it to be more streamlined, more streamlined, I want to take myself out of some things and rely on my team enough and know they've got this. I don't have to have my hands in everything. And in addition to that, I need like a sidekick that's going to help me with my content and really know you as my audience, know what you need, know what I teach and can offer value and also really get in there and suggest different ways that I create content offer more stories and metaphors and examples and all of that to complement the vision I already have. That's what I really want to sidekick. But Todd says, I'm not ready to decide what I really want yet because I first have to get really clear on what I want my business to look like. So I want you to do that as well. Maybe even take just 20 minutes. And if you feel like something's missing on your team or you're struggling in a way, what exactly do you want your business to look like? Like if we could snap our fingers and tomorrow it was working properly, What does that look like? And then you go back and say, okay, well, how are we going to get there? Who needs to help us make that happen? And so that part was really, really big for me. And it's something I'm working on right now because I don't want to be a chokehold. And I feel like we're a little bit light in terms of full support for the team, especially with things I want to create in the future. So that's kind of where I'm working on and what I'm struggling on right now. Question number three, what's one challenge you've overcome this year? So this one I'm really proud of and this actually came from help from my coach Todd as well and that is that I've always had private Facebook groups for my paid programs. So one of the reasons why I create two tiers when you join most of my programs is because, well, actually it's just for the Profit Lab right now. I have two tiers. You either get independent study or you get mastery and mastery comes with a private Facebook group and for the first 90 days in that group, I'm going to jump in daily Monday through Friday and answer questions. Why that's important to me is most people that have private Facebook groups, the leader of the group is not the main person. And the reason for that is most people running businesses don't have time to jump in the group every single day and answer questions. I know there's people out there that have private Facebook groups that do that. And I really give you credit because I know how hard it is now that I do it. But as your business grows, that becomes more and more difficult. So what I do is I say, as a mastery member, you get to join my private Facebook group for a full year and we limit it to, let's say, 100 or 200 people only. But then I say, and for the first 90 days of your program, I'm in the group daily, Monday through Friday, and I answer every single question. Crazy town, right? And I have to admit in the past, I have not enjoyed it. It's been extremely overwhelming. I'd miss a day because I was traveling or whatever. And then I jump back in and there's hundreds of questions and it caused me a lot of anxiety. And I've probably said this before, but I am truly an introvert. I enjoy being behind the computer and working alone and creating and all that good stuff. And of course I'm social, but that I have to stretch myself a little bit when I get into a situation where there's a lot of questions coming my way and I need to be on a lot. And that's what it started to feel like inside my Facebook groups. So I work with Todd and I told him about this challenge and it wasn't really anything changed. Still, when I jump in the groups, there's tons of questions coming my way. I need to be on, I need to think fast I need to really be present, but Todd really made me understand that this was a huge opportunity for two things. One, for me to serve and really be a support to these people that are working so hard to build their businesses. And when he put it that way, I thought, gosh, I'm being a little bit selfish by making it all about me and my struggle with the group where really truly I get to serve. And the second thing he said was that, do you know how much intel And how much you'll learn about your target market if you're fully present and you stay up on this and you really pay attention to the questions that are being asked. And that's the one that really triggered me to say, okay, I've got to go into this differently. So if you're having a struggle in your business and you really want to overcome something, it might not be that you have to change how you're doing it. It might not be that you've got to throw out one process and add a new one or hire someone to take care of it for you. It might just be you've got to look at it differently. And I don't think that's the truth for everything, but for me in this situation, that was very much the truth. I had to approach this group differently. And so I go in there every day with the idea of this is my opportunity to serve. I promised I would do this. So of course I need to be true to my word. And the third thing is I get to learn a lot from them. So we're in 2015 right now and I've already launched Profit Lab. I totally redid it for this year and it's launched once. But when I launch it in again in October, first of all, those people that joined in May, they get all the changes I make for October. So they get any updates. But in addition, I am thinking I want to do this a little bit differently. I want to add a few things based on what I've learned. I've seen where the number one struggle is coming through. So I want to redo that video. And for the record, it's pixels. People get really confused with custom audience pixels and conversion tracking pixels. And it's been like people want to, Pull their hair out because it's a big part of my program because I teach Facebook advertising inside the Profit Lab. So I'm going to redo that video. I'm going to add some videos to help people that aren't yet seeing sales in their sales funnel. And all of this, I would have never had any of these ideas of how to make my program better for October if it weren't for me really listening inside this Facebook group to my May group. And so I want to thank you guys. If you're part of my Profit Lab, you're a mastery member. Um, from May of 2015, you've definitely given me a gift as well, and hopefully you felt supported in the in the meantime. But I know these people really well, and that's awesome, and it gives me a lot of confidence to keep creating and adding and tweaking to my programs. So it was a mindset shift, but my biggest challenge that I've overcome is I'm fully present in those groups every day, and it's been a huge gift for me, and hopefully those that are in the groups as well. Okay, moving on to question number four. And the question is, Amy, I've noticed you haven't been traveling a lot this year. Why the change? And I thought this was a great question because I think this can help you decide on where you want to spend your time in your business. So to be totally honest, I don't necessarily love traveling for business. I do love to meet people when I get out and about. I love to go to different trainings and sometimes I enjoy speaking on stage. Depends on the circumstances. That's stuff I love. However, the whole travel part of it, getting ready for it, changing my schedule around for it, putting things on the back burner because I'm going to be on a plane or traveling when I'm on the road the quality of my work on other projects really goes down. And I noticed that about me and I just didn't feel good about it. Also, I had some plans this year. I'm creating this big webinar course and that took a huge chunk of the team's time and my time. In addition to that, I wanted to focus more on my strengths. And my strengths are all about content creation and just dialing in the systems in my business so that I can create content on a consistent basis. And that's been huge for me. If I was on the road this year a lot, that would have never happened. Like my podcast, doing it weekly now, for most podcast episodes, we add a PDF or a freebie. That takes a lot of work. Like all of that wouldn't have happened if I was running around on the road a lot. So for me, To not travel means I get to spend more quality time on the areas that I am best in my business. And because I don't typically love to be on the road a lot, I miss my family like crazy. And back in my corporate days, that's all I did. I was on the road for probably three weeks out of each month sometimes. And so I've been there, done that. I just don't love it anymore. And so I tell you this because it wasn't like a huge big deal that I'm not traveling because I'm doing X, Y, Z, and this is a must for my business. Even though it was important, really it's what do I want to do and where do I want to spend my time? And so one, I had to get on the no train and I had to say no to things that came my way, even though they looked really enticing. So if someone came to me and said, will you speak on our stage? We're going to pay you X amount. And that money was good. I still had to say no because I knew that wasn't my focus for the year. So I made a conscious decision in January that I wouldn't be speaking on stage a lot. I wouldn't be going to a lot of training events. I'd put my head down, get my work done and focus on those things that I really wanted to spend time on. And so that's exactly what I did. It hasn't always been easy to say no, but I'm really happy I've done it. Sure, I've been on a few trips. I didn't say no to all travel, but the majority of it I did. In addition to that, I know that webinars are my thing. I love doing webinars. And of course, you can do them virtually or you do do them virtually. And so being at home, being able to reach people all across the country with a webinar means that I don't need to get on a plane and be away from my family. And so I love that opportunity. And that's probably a big reason why I thought I'm going to create this webinar program because I want to give that gift to other people that if you want to stop traveling a little bit, or you don't have the budget yet to travel, or it's just not part of your yes train, you just don't want to travel a lot. Webinars are a great way to make sure that you still are connecting with your audience. You're getting out great, valuable content and you're generating revenue. So to me, webinars were my answer to not having to travel so much. And again, I want to be clear that it's important to get yourself out there, especially in those early, early days, go to those networking events, meet people, go to training, speak on stage. All of that's important, but only if you truly want to do it and you're genuinely going to be present. And I noticed myself not being fully present last year when I was traveling and I thought let's, let's kind of reevaluate. So for me, it was just a personal decision and I wanted to focus on things at home in my business more with, with more clarity and more conviction in terms of this is exactly what I want to get done this year. So it meant traveling less. Okay. So the final question is Amy, when you were first starting out, did you feel a bit alone in your business? So for me, I never felt lonely in those first few years, but there's a reason for that. So I left corporate, I left traveling all the time, and I left being in an office that there was a lot of chatter. You can bounce ideas off people. You could go visit them. So you're never alone in corporate, right? Especially, of course, when you're working in an office. But when I quit corporate and had my home office, it could have gotten really quiet and really lonely quickly, especially because I was so used to all that chatter and all that energy at the office. For me, though, I needed a break. So the quiet time was a, a really nice change that I got. But in addition to that, before I left corporate, I had signed up for Marie Forleo's rich, happy and hot live mastermind, where four times a year I would go on the road. So I was traveling more then, and we would mastermind, whether it be in New York or Mexico or Northern California. Those were some of the places we went but I would actually travel and meet with a group of about 20 women entrepreneurs. The leader was Marie and we would mastermind. And that was my way of connecting with other people that were building their businesses. And then once a month we'd get on the phone. So I had people to bounce ideas off of, and I had a support system. I actually did that for the first two years of my business And then from there, I started to create littler masterminds with people that um, my peers. So I didn't pay for it after those first two years, but I would just create or help some friends of mine create our own little mastermind. And so I've never felt alone and I've never felt like I had to do it all because I always had support. I could get on the phone with these people, I could travel and see them, all that good stuff. So why do I tell you this? And why did I choose this one? Well, because if you missed it, episode number 71. I interviewed Jamie Tardy and Jamie Tardy is a master at helping you create your own mastermind. So if you want to create your own mastermind and you want to learn a little bit more about my story with masterminding and kind of what worked and what didn't work, and if you want the steps to actually create your own mastermind, then you've got to check out episode number 71 with Jamie Tardy, where we went into full detail about how to create your own mastermind. It is fantastic because there's no reason you should feel alone in all of this and you never want to go down there because it's just going to squash your creativity. So surround yourself with people that will build you up and help move you forward. To me, any kind of mastermind, whether it be paid or free or local or uh, virtual, so very valuable. So that's kind of was my saving grace in those first few years. So there you have it. Hopefully you found this episode valuable and don't forget to grab the freebie. I'm telling you, it's gonna change your life. I just know it. So if you wanna see exactly how I use Dropbox, how I keep a clean desktop and you wanna literally go behind the scenes with me and see what I do to set up my projects inside Dropbox, all you need to do is go to amyporterfield.com forward slash 72download and you can get it instantly. Or you can text the phrase 72download To the number 33444, and you can get it instantly that way as well. So, once again, thank you so very much for being here with me today. Next week's episode is about webinars. I already did one episode about webinars, but we're getting into more detail. I'm gonna give you all my webinar secrets so that you really understand not only the power of webinars, but how to do them so you feel really confident in terms of creating the content, going from free content to selling, what to do after the webinar, we're going to get into all of it in detail. So I'll see you next week. And thank you so much for being here. Bye for now.